here, welcome. You know when you embarked on this coaching journey and you decided, hey, you know what? I only want to do the work that helps offer and provide and create lasting change for my clients. And you jumped into this coaching world and now you're finding yourself here maybe not making as much money as you made at your previous job. Maybe you're not even ready to let go of your job. Or maybe you're just considering if coaching is for you. My friend, you're in the right place. I am Alma Curran. I have been a coach since 2016. And while I've had ups and downs and all kinds of mistakes were made along this path, I want to share with you, first of all, what mistakes I've made so that you don't have to. Second, what successes I've had as a result of those mistakes. And third, the guidance and advice that I have received from other experts in the industry that have helped me propel so that now I can teach you how you can go from zero to six figures in six months or less. All right, my friend, today, if you, you're on board, if this is something that you want to keep doing, then I got a treat for you. Today's episode is all about improving your coaching. All right, so let's dive in. How to improve your coaching. Have you ever gotten off a coaching session or maybe trial coaching session and you thought, mm, I don't know about that one, huh? That one did not go as well as I planned, or it just wasn't up to your standards. Hey, as a coach, you have standards. You have standards for yourself. You certainly have standards or you set standards for your clients. And sometimes your standards are a little bit higher than your capabilities to date are. So we're going to break that apart. We're not gonna make your standards wrong, but we are going to help you get closer, right? Close that gap or shrink that gap between where your standards are and where you really are today. I'm going to tell you a little story here. There was a time, and sometimes there still is a time to be honest with you, but there was a time when I would get off a coaching session and I would think to myself, mm, was that even coaching or was that teaching? Mm. And if that was teaching, why did I teach? Why did I not coach? And I would learn that I would teach because I was nervous, right? I wanted the client to know how much I knew about the topic that we were discussing. So then I would kind of judge myself a bit and then I would jump on the next session and then because I would drag that judgment with me, the next session wouldn't be that great either. And then I would judge myself even more and I would kind of pretend and jump around the space to get myself into some sort of peak state. And But I would still carry that judgment with me. And then the next session wouldn't be so great as a result of that. And then I would question my ability to change my state and I would question my ability to coach people and just kind of would spiral into this um, just abyss of uncertainty and insecurities. Does that resonate with you? And if it does, please don't judge yourself for it. But 
rather open yourself up to potentially learning something new, potentially learning a new skill. And that skill is something that I want to teach you today. It is something that has helped me create a business actually, right? So turn my coaching, my coaching skills into actually a, a coaching business. And this is really what it took for me to go from, I love coaching to, I am a coach and I own a coaching business. Okay, and this is a three-step process and I'm going to invite you to implement this, maybe not all three steps, steps immediately because you may need to see to, to, to get adjusted to it right just like when you tell your clients hey let's do that one thing that one little thing that could actually shift the direction of of where you're going right so these are the three steps that you must have eventually but start with one or two or if you're an overachiever, which I know you are, start with all three if you want to, right? But this is this is your choice. Just one of these steps is going to change the way you run your coaching business. All three will definitely help you improve your income and the impact that you have on your clients. So the very first one is simply always, always, regardless of the quality of your coaching session, always ask your client for the takeaway at the end of the session. Always. And here's why. If the session was great, the client is going to say, oh, I love this, and this was great, and this was great, and that was great, and then you guys hang up, and the client leaves on a high, right? That's a great session. If the session didn't go so well, the client is going to have to thank for takeaways. And if you have a wonderful trusting relationship, the client is going to find something, right? The client is going to say, you know what? Uh, this, this was it, right? This was, uh, I liked how you said this and I liked how you challenged me on that. So the client is going to find something that was great, right? So this is an opportunity for you to write that down okay, clients ahas or clients takeaways were X, Y, and Z, right? So right there, when you get that takeaway, you have a little more fuel. You, you're not starting with judgment. You're actually starting from a good place. So when you hang up the phone or Zoom or whatever resource you're using to conduct your sessions, you're not gonna go instantly, oh my God, what did I just do? you're going to go, hey, he or she really got some value from this coaching session. And the client is going to go and walk away and say, you know what, that was great because I really liked how she or he did this, right? Or, or reframed that, right? So we really want to always, always ask for takeaways because that takeaway or aha is going to change the way your coaching sessions go, once again, kind of what I explained how if I wouldn't ask for it, I would judge myself and then I would go into the next coaching session and it would just spiral down. This way, as you're going to your next coaching session, you are starting from a more positive place. Does that make sense? If it does, give me a heart or some sort of comment to acknowledge yourself for this part. 
and let me know if this is a part that you want to implement. Super easy, does not require any extra effort, but it does require you having the courage to ask. Because quite honestly, and I don't know if you can relate to this, when I would coach and I only had, what, 30 minutes per coaching session during a, a few years of my coaching career. And, you know, that's really like 20 minutes of, uh, of an opportunity to create some sort of a shift for a client. The first five minutes are, you know, rapport, feedback on progress, and uh, and then... On the back end, it's about five minutes of homework and wrapping up the session. So I had about 20 minutes to, to create some sort of a shift. So if I didn't feel satisfied, then I would actually avoid asking the question of what's your takeaway today. But it, but that actually hurt me because I didn't know, right? I didn't. It's not about me. It's not about what I think of the session. It's about what the client thinks of the session. So I, I couldn't figure it out. And then I would wonder, oh, are they going to come back to the next session? This way, when you have the courage to ask, regardless of the quality of the session, you and the client always walk away from the session with some substance, right? Something shifted. Something did happen in that coaching session. So easy to ask that question when we're having a great session. Very much of a challenge when we're not having a great session. So this is my encouragement to you to always ask regardless of the quality of the session because you are a human and just like every person in their work, whether it be a lawyer or an artist or anybody, everybody has some off days, right? Some, we're not robots. We have emotions too. And if we are starting the day off with, let's say I, I didn't sleep very much because my kid was sick or I stayed up all night worrying about this or that, you're you're coming from more of a place of scarcity. So asking for that feedback can actually create some positivity in your day. And we all need it, especially those of us who work on our own, right? When we work alone at home, there's nobody to give us some feedback. We need that feedback from our clients. And because it is such a wonderful symbiotic loving and trusting relationship that hopefully you're, you're creating, co-creating with your client, that they're going to help you out here. All right. So must do that. Please post in the comments that you promise you're going to do that because most coaches, my previous self included, don't like to do this if it wasn't a great session. So promise me you're going to do it. All right. Number two here, number two here is always, always, another always, in your coaching journal, which I hope you have it, in your coaching journal, ask yourself these questions. What did I do great in this session, right? Because we need to have that feedback. We need that. We need to find that within ourselves. So what did I do? do great in this session and what can I improve on? That's another great, great question because we're not asking what did I do wrong? We're asking what can I improve on? What can I do differently in next session? 
right? That's such a great question. What can I improve on or what can I do differently the next session? Because right there, it sets you up for success in the upcoming session that you have with the next client. Because every client deserves the best version of you, whatever the best is that you can give them at that moment. So we want to really see, hey, what can I improve on for next time, for the next session? But before you even ask that question, you must ask, what did I do well or what went great? What was amazing about that session? Whatever words speak to your heart, really ask that question because it's easy to go and judge ourselves. Oh, I need to improve this and I need to improve that and da da da, right? But we have to start with the great, right? We have to start with what really was great in that session. And what doesn't count is, oh, I had great energy. That doesn't do anything, right? That doesn't mean anything, right? What really matters is giving that specific feedback to yourself. What went great? I loved when I asked her this question. Or I I thought changing the perspective at this particular point was really important. And I could tell because she reciprocated or she laughed or whatever that is, right? Because what we want to see what went great is the client response to that. Once again, it is not about me. It is about what my client is receiving, right? So what went great is really we want to extract that specific moment when the client shifted, right? When the client gave us a positive response. And sometimes clients crying is a positive response, right? Because we're creating this this space for them to release the tension, to to allow their body to feel safe enough to, to let go, right? Instead of holding things in. So asking that second question is so important. So that second step of asking yourself, hey, what, what did I do well or what went great, what was amazing, whatever, again, what, whatever words speak for you, and what can I improve in the next session? That is so important. And then finally, when you have specific answers to that, celebrate it, right? Celebrate it with, I don't know, whatever that is. It could be just a sip of water. That's okay too, right? Because you're nourishing your body. Or it could be jumping up and down to your favorite song. That is okay as well, right? Whatever and and everything in between. So any type of celebration is great. You know, I I had a client one time tell me, well, how, how do I celebrate, Alma? I said, throw confetti on your head. And he kind of sat there and didn't really know what to think of that. I said, or anything up leading up to confetti on your head, right? It could be drinking water. It could be squeezing your hand. It could be just going like this. Oh, that was great, right? It could be anything, whatever that is for you to anchor that. That's that experience because once again, in coaching, this is an interaction with two people, right? And there's nothing more important to us humans as connection to others because we are tribal creatures, right? We need that connection with others. So we always want to celebrate and anchor in that connection that we have with the other person, especially for us coaches, 
why are we in this business, right? We don't sell potatoes. We create breakthroughs. We create change in people's lives. So we want to celebrate that. So make that another habit. And finally, the third one, which was, which one is really challenging for most of us, especially when we're starting out in something we don't think about, but um, send a survey. If you have a 12 coaching sessions package, for example, and you want to really get clients feedback, set it up so that every fourth session, a survey goes out automatically, right? In the beginning, uh, when I work with new coaches, I strongly discourage them, unless they have limitless supplies of dollars, I strongly discourage them to, to go out there and get all these gadgets and tools because they don't know. We, do, we don't know what we need until we need it, right? So if you are simply working with, let's say, up to 12 clients, it doesn't have to be automatic, right? After every, every session, as you're writing down your celebrations and all that, you can see, oh, session three, make a note. Next session, send out a survey, right? And then session four comes around, after this, after a session, the survey goes out and you can just manually send out a Google form or a Wufu. Wufu is something that I use. Um, there are plenty out there. Uh, I know that Acuity is what I use for my calendar and they also have it, have that tool. So, so there are plenty out there. I don't even know. I mean, if, if you know, please share with others in the comments. But, um, but you don't need that, right? You don't have to have that. You can do it uh, by yourself, right? You can do it manually and it's not going to take you a long time. It's really the longest amount of work that, that you have to put into is creation of that form, right? Other than that, it's just every fourth session, send it out. And that survey really should say something, how satisfied are you with the progress or the results you're making thus far on a scale of zero to 10, give them the options. And um, what can we do differently in our sessions? What's, um, what's your greatest takeaway from your sessions thus far? Think, asking questions like that will allow the client to, to anchor in that, that this was the right decision, right? Co investing in coaching was the right move. And it gives them this interaction in between sessions, right? It isn't just, oh, I paid X amount of money and now I have weekly or bi-weekly connection with my coach. No, there's, there's also stuff happening in between sessions, right? So that they feel like they're being taken care of in between sessions and that you actually care. And then you can also ask in that survey, hey, what can we, what, what can I improve as a coach? Or what would you like to see differently from me or in addition to what, what you're receiving? And then in session five, you can say, hey, thank you so much for completing that survey. That was really useful. So what I see is that you are satisfied this much and that what you would like to see differently is this. 
Thank you so much. I will make sure that I work on that so that we can make even more progress together, right? Because we're so good together. We make such an outstanding team that we want to make sure that, that I want to make sure that um, your voice is hard and that's so that's I can make, I can help you make even greater impact and whatever that means for you, right? On the DISC assessment, I'm a high influential and high dominant. So I, I'm very forward and I just talk and talk and talk and talk. So, um, so it can be a little too much, but regardless, my clients love it. I have a habit of attracting high influential people. So, um, just speak up, talk about it, address their survey, and especially if they're dissatisfied, that's an amazing opportunity for you to take your coaching to the next level. Because as a coach, you are, I, I believe you are growth oriented. You want to improve and you can only take your clients as far as you yourself are willing to go. So when you receive not so glowing feedback and you let your client know, Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me because just like you, I'm on the path of growing and improving and your feedback has allowed me to, to have a different perspective so that I can improve and be an even better coach for you. That allows the client to see, hey, we're all humans. If she's or he's improving, I gotta start improving too, right? So it, it really works for both of you. So there's that. The main things that we really want to do is the first one, goodness, just at the end of the session, ask, ask for feedback, ask for the takeaway. We know why that's good. No, number two, you, number two, you are going to really ask yourself. That's what matters, right? What, what you think of yourself. You don't have a mentor, maybe. Uh, or a boss or somebody monitoring your calls. And if you're like me, you're kind of on your own, right? Hopefully you have a mastermind group, but um, you, for the most part, most coaches are kind of solo. So if you, if you don't give yourself that feedback, there's that subconscious judgy, judgy voice that's going to come up and say, ah, oh, you did this wrong and you did this wrong and you did this wrong. No, so intentionally do it, right? Intentionally give yourself that feedback. And finally, number three, ask for that survey, create that survey and ask for the feedback in the survey. If you do one or all three of these, I'm guaranteeing you that you're going to see your coaching business through a different lens because truly it helped me recognize that I am running a business. I'm not just performing an act of coaching. I'm also running a business of coaching. And that, that mindset shifted me and propelled me to make the money that I'm making today. All right, my friend, go out there, crush it, subscribe to my channel and share it with coaches that you know, because as just like you, I am growing on this particular platform so that I can deliver even more value. And if there's something that you have a question about, please share that because I love answering other coaches' questions.